What is your American dream? Is it to own your own business? Build your dream home? Restore that antique car with your son? Whatever it is, it's worth protecting. I'm Mary Stover, a licensed insurance agent for over 17 years, and I'm passionate about protecting your American dream with a purpose. This podcast is more than just insurance. It's for the determined, independent American who works their tail off to provide for their family. If you believe in personal responsibility, freedom, and the American dream, then you're in the right place. This is the American Dream Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the American Dream Podcast. As always, I am so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about something that can become a big driving hazard this time of year. And no, I'm not going to be talking about wet leaves, although... That is a valid concern. I've just read that driving on wet leaves can be just as slippery as driving on ice. So something to keep in mind there. But today we're going to be focusing focusing on specifically deer. This time of year, it is mating season and hunting season. And because of those two things, they are very active. <laughs> um, they are really on the move. And so we're going to be talking about ways you can potentially avoid hitting the deer. And then how does your insurance respond? Does it make your price go up if you have to use your insurance for hitting a deer? All those things. So let's dive in. First and foremost, how to avoid hitting a deer. Of course, nothing is foolproof, but here are some tips for you. Know where to look for them. They typically like to hang out in the woods. I think most of us know that, but they also tend to graze in open fields. Um, if you ever drove past a, a cornfield where they just cut down the corn stalks, they like to hang out in there. So be alert, be aware. Um, next, always be more alert at sunrise and sunset and even past sunset in the dark. They tend to be very active as well. Um, but that's just something to keep in mind during the bright sun, sunny part of the day. They're really not all that active. I'm not exactly sure why, probably cause they don't feel safe being that exposed. Um, so they like to be very active sunrise and sunset. Just be very alert for that. If you are driving at night and you're in a wooded area or, um, even by some open fields, if you are able to, the next tip I'm going to give you is to use your high beams it makes the, the deer a lot more visible. It also, they also, also tend to freeze whenever they see the high beams. So um, it just gives you that little bit of extra boost to help um, spot them, them or any other animals kind of lurking along the side of the road. Uh, a very helpful tip I'm about to give you, when you see one deer, you can probably bet that there's a bunch more to follow. We had a client tell us that he had stopped for a deer because he saw it about to cross the road. He stopped for the deer, completely stopped. The deer crossed the road and he didn't even proceed yet because he didn't want to spook the deer. And then he heard a huge bang. One of the deer's buddies ran right into the side of his stationary car. So that you really can't avoid. They do travel in groups. They like to hang out with each other. Um, safety in numbers, right? So 
if you see one crossing the road, be alert. There's probably more um, waiting in the wings. Also, don't swerve. I know it is tempting and sometimes it's just your reaction uh, to swerve if you see an animal or a squirrel in the middle of the road or, or a deer or anything. Um, sometimes it is best to just take the hit and hit the deer. Now, these are split second decisions and not one that I would want anyone to have to make. Um, but if you can try to avoid swerving, um, it can sometimes make the situation a lot worse. Um, of course, always wear your seatbelt. I feel like this goes without saying these days, but I do know a couple people in my little circle of, of, uh, of family and friends that they don't wear their seatbelt and, I think they're absolutely crazy. So if you do hit a deer or if you are involved in any kind of accident, of course, that minimizes the damage, the damage to yourself. Um, so always, always wear your seatbelt to keep you safe. Lastly, this I think this is a great tip and not one that's often thought about, but spread the word to your family. A lot of times my husband and I will be in separate cars, whether we met at our kids' sporting event after my husband got off work and we're both driving separate home. Um, he will call me if he spies a deer just to make sure that I am completely alert and watching and not paying attention to my screaming kids in the background. So that's always super helpful. If you spy a deer um, of course they, like I said, they travel in groups. So when there's one, there's bound to be many, um, give your friends or family a call. If you know, they're going to be taking that route and that might just help the person. It might make a big difference to them. Now, what happens if you actually do hit the deer? First of all, let's talk about what you should do first, obviously pull over. Don't just leave your car in the middle of the road move your car off to safety off to the side of the road if you can don't forget to put your hazard lights on secondly do not go near the deer they can kind of react physically they're in panic mode they might not be completely dead yet if you've hit them so their their limbs can kind of flail around and we don't want anybody getting hurt worse um so stay away from the deer call for help if you need it this is, this should go without saying, but call for help. Call your family. If anybody's injured, obviously call 911. It's not always required to file a police report when it comes to insurance companies. They don't need a police report if you've hit a deer. Um, but if the deer is still in the middle of the road, you might want to alert somebody in, in the authority world to let them know that the deer needs to be removed so nobody else hits it. Okay. Um, also assess the damage to your car. Is your car drivable at this point? Do you need a tow truck? Always, always snap some pictures. If you can, if it's safe for you to do so, take pictures. You've got your cell phone. Most likely it's really helpful for the claims adjuster to see the damage shortly after it happens. A lot of times when you hit a deer, we've actually had clients bring their car to our office to show us there's little tufts of deer hair kind of stuck in your headlight or stuck under the hood. Um, so that is always obviously evidence that you did in fact hit a deer and um, your claims adjuster will be able to process things a little bit more differently for you. And I'll talk about that in a second. Lastly, when you 
know when to contact your insurance company. There seems to be this um, misunderstanding about when you should call your insurance agent. I think pe some people think that if they don't call right away, they won't have coverage um, or the insurance company will deny the claim because they didn't call, you know, five seconds after the accident happened or after you hit the deer. That is absolutely not the case. Your insurance company and your agent want you to be safe. So wait till the dust settles a little bit if you, if you, um, if you can, and then call your agent at that point. You know, we, as I mentioned, you've got cell phones, you can document things. Um, if you need to call the police, call the police, but you don't need to call your agent right away or your insurance company right away. They will be happy to take your information once you're safe and sound in your home and not stuck on the side of the road with traffic whizzing by. You would be surprised how many people call us at the scene of an accident and they want to report a claim. And that's just not the time. It, you know, people are in panic mode. So have that peace of mind. Your insurance company will still help you out even if you call a couple hours later. So what happens um, with your insurance policy if you hit a deer? Is it going to cover you? And also, does it affect your insurance premiums? Uh, the answer to, is it going to cover you? The answer is maybe. And I know that's a, probably a really annoying answer to that question. I'm just a sleazy insurance agent, aren't I? But let me explain. So if you have what's called full coverage on your car, um, then you're going to have coverage for hitting the deer. There's two parts to full coverage. Let me break this down for you. There's collision, which is colliding with a car or a telephone pole, a guardrail, a house. Um, then there's comprehensive, and that's all the other things. That's hitting a deer, which is what we're talking about today. Glass breakage, vandalism, flooding, catching on fire, tree limb falling on it. Those are all things that are covered under comprehensive. So if you have specifically comprehensive on your car, then you've got the coverage. But this is an optional coverage. You do not have to have it. It's not required by law. If you have a loan on your car, it's required typically, um, but it's not required by law. So not everyone has this coverage. So if you're concerned about it, take out your insurance policy or look it up online, check out your car. And if you've got comprehensive coverage listed, then you're good to go. Also make note that there is a deductible that comes with comprehensive. Some people do choose a $0 deductible. I've seen as high as a $1,000 deductible. So um, that will apply if you hit a deer. Now, will your insurance price go up if you report a claim um, with hitting a deer? The answer is no. And this is one of the reasons I mentioned on whether or not you should swerve to miss the deer or just hit the deer. Again, that's usually a split second decision, but if you can make that decision, um, sometimes it's best just to hit the deer. It can mean the difference between a collision claim or a comprehensive claim. If you hit the deer and there's those tufts of deer hair stuck on your hood, it's a comprehensive claim. If there was a deer in the middle of the road, you swerve to miss it, and then you hit the guardrail, guess what? It's called a collision claim. You're the responsible party, not the deer, and that's going to be considered an at-fault accident. And yes, it's annoying. Yes, there was a deer in the road. Unfortunately, people will try to abuse that and use that as an excuse. There's always a bad apple to ruin the bunch. Um, 
you know, some clients will say, well, there was an animal in the road and I swerved to miss it and I hit the guardrail when in fact there was no animal. So this is why this is the reality that we're in. Uh, so if you can just try not to swerve, if you can safely swerve, okay. Obviously, again, that's a split second decision. Um, we just want you guys to be as safe as possible. So hopefully this helps to answer any questions you have around um, hitting a deer, gave you some safety tips. I hope you guys never have to use this advice. I feel like I always say that at the end of my episodes, but you know, it's all about just keeping you guys safe, protecting your assets and your American dream. That's what we're all about. So thanks so much for listening. I'll see you the next time. Bye. For more information about our agency and what we can do to help you, go to www.advantageinsurance.com. Advantage has two A's. So it's A-A-D-V-A-N-T-A-G-E insurance.com. Also follow me on Instagram at advantageins1830. If you follow on Instagram, there's a freebie for you. Five mistakes to avoid when shopping car insurance. Get this freebie in your hands the next time you go to shop your insurance and make sure you're not making those five mistakes, okay? Thanks so much for joining. I'll see you next time.